0: You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Ricari Austin, and I'm one of the hosts of GCX 2022. That's right. We're already talking about next year. Now, we want you to join us at Rosen Shingle Creek in Orlando, Florida, as we come together for another unforgettable GCX. Tickets are going fast. And look, we want to see you. So visit gcxevent.com slash tickets to book now.
1: When your coffee is freshly roasted and ethically sourced, it's music to your ears. Shake up the way you wake up at kingscoastcoffee.com.
0: Hey
2: guys, welcome in to Coffee and Shell, episode 30. We have made it through 30 straight weeks of you guys listening to us ramble on and on about nhl and our life and anything that we deem that we want to talk about and we've got a lot to talk about today episode 30 is a special podcast because my man keso here was eliminated from the gwc oh God. yep we're yep. gonna kick things off right there well i don't even want to know how your weekend was i want to <laughs> know how did it go last weekend with the gwc you getting knocked and and everything that came with it
1: uh i can't lie i texted you i was very you angry did. i was very angry i don't Can handle I put it in um,
2: quotes? Can I can I can I expose like just one message? Uh, oh
1: sure, for sure okay. you can. Okay, like, let's hear is, it. This
2: uh, is my man Kesso after after GWC. Uh, I'm giving one second. He said,
1: <clears throat> "Oh whoops, uh, let's see." Don't get me anything that would like get me canceled. You can like censor that out, but like no, you maybe, know, I, maybe I'm
2: missing <laughs> it. He uh... f this game. I hope it burns to the ground. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah i think that kind so of so
2: explain to the people why you had this feeling
1: ah uh, dude it was a combination of so much um i played a great player probably a top 16 player in the world easily yeah didn't yeah. think we should be matching up in the final 64 at all no i no. think this format was awful um mm-hmm. i came prepared i came prepared against the i uh i felt in my opinion and uh, if people watched the game. They said the same thing. Safir watched back the games twice. He agreed with me. I outplayed him and was the way better player for the first two games. Uh, but you know what? That happens every year to people. And, you know, I was just uh, a victim this year. And that's what happens. Um, and I was really angry about that. So it went to Three. And he had time to adjust the third game. He dominated, dominated me. Uh, Apparently my audio.
2: No, no, I got it. I got it. It was on. Okay, All
1: right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he dominated me in the third game. Should have never went to three. And uh, I was just very bitter. I I think it's okay to be honest. You know, like um, I didn't want to be like a sourpuss as uh, some other people were. Um, easy, we don't like, use profanity on this show. Kessa. Yeah, right. Because like, because you easy. see people after they lose, Sour and puss. I, I know, and I, I did it in years past where like you see people like tweeting like you know oh the people left sucked da, 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 da. like I'm not going to do that. I think the people left you know they they played who they played and um, they deserve to be there. Uh, I was just you know bitter about my my end my demise. Right. So no,
2: yeah, I watched uh, your game in Foot Locker as uh, I was getting my yearly uh adidas superstars do you have a shoe that you get
1: consistently have you found your shoe uh yeah well my wife buys my shoes for me because i refuse to buy my own clothes because i hate buying clothes uh but she always gets me she gets me vans so i have like three or four pairs of vans same kind of like same almost like same model or type or i guess what yeah same type some different colors yeah 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 no see
2: now see b Wubs, that's absolutely incorrect because superstars a go with anything b iconic shoe and uh see, you're like 17, so you really don't get an opinion here. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, so back to I was in Foot Locker watching your game, and yeah, game one, um it was like Skyla was holding my phone watching it, right? She knows you. So she was like, she was wanting rooting for you to win while she's watching it while I'm like look trying on shoes and whatnot. And uh um she goes, Oh, he's winning like 2 nothing I was like, perfect. We go and pay. She gives me my phone back, and I am like, it's 2-2. And I'm like, this fuck it, dude. You two among any of the other qualifiers that i know um that have a potential shot at winning find ways to blow the game you're winning i've said this to you in the past hey, when hey, you hey, get to I, a certain, listen you listen, and, listen you and sephir
1: both i am going to defend myself from that okay go ahead i'm going go to ahead. defend myself from that yeah the game all right there are two goals oh, in
2: the game oh, absolutely oh, okay the game.
1: okay out of my control completely yeah out of my control completely Um, he had a one-timer off a face-off play great play i i did the counter to it my guy was blocked from actually blocking the shot his second goal to tie it i poked it twice it went back to him out of my control there should have been more goals on my part i'm not saying that you make Uh.
2: mistakes but you two among uh, you guys are both good enough to win like you like if you guys won people might be surprised that it's not, like, Gren or Pols or something, but no one would be like, oh, my God, I, like, that's awful, like, they're trash, right? Like, they, yeah. you guys could win, and every single year in GWC, there's just something happens. Like, it's just, like, it, you know what I mean? Like, it, something happens. So, watching you two, it was, like, the same thing, and I remember telling Sky, I mean, like, this happens every year, like, I'm just watching it, and like, and I feel bad, because... If I could close out a game, I'd probably be, be perceived a lot better at NHL whenever I play good players than I am because I simply cannot hold a lead against anyone good, and I will always crumble no matter what it is in the final period. Not that you crumbled, but you just found like there's just something happens in the biggies in the in the big in the big games, and it's unfortunate because I really did think this year um, it, it just that that foursome, like so. Anyways, guys, so, so what happens? Sofia wins. Yeah and the, his his prize for winning is facing regs which is not really a prize uh regs beats saphir and then now saphir or regs is in the final four um but uh that's that's how that went down Anything hey, hey if know?
1: i was in another if i switch spots with almost anybody in the world with brackets i'd probably you know be there too it's a, a I bad bracket let, uh, i don't let, have that benefit let,
2: let's talk about that so um obviously the four consoles i i would be stunned if that happens again I, I honestly a lot of people are like "Ah, have all the good players have it on the new gen uh it, it doesn't matter because it, it, in hindsight the tournament isn't for the most competitive it is a tournament run for you know the sport i yeah, guess would be the sure. best, best way to say right like yeah. it's, it's about and the sport is about trying is, is trying to promote inclusivity you you obviously can't run a tournament and be like hey if you can't afford this 500 hundred dollar console you can't play in the nhl's tournament that would just be an awful look um so i get why i was running for it's unfortunate uh because what ended up happening was the the good players just went backwards to try and circumvent it um you know and that didn't really work out for everyone that did that but uh uh, yeah yeah. i guess you
1: could say that right (laughs) yeah like
2: it's it's tough you know i i don't but i would be stunned next year god like god forbid ea just gives us cross console um and this is fixed you know and i think that it would be uh that that changes everything because i really don't think that this issue would arise um but yeah we definitely have a skewed level of talents i guess um left in the final 16 we're down to the final 16 so we are going to get a draft let's talk about the draft and how you would handle it okay so uh we know the draft order we can i can we expose it let's just expose it live on stream why don't we do that
1: yeah Um, i
2: believe i believe joe's tweeted it out and it actually has the the 16 people so, um, these are the guys, so, and, and what's crazy here is that there's 16 people left, but you're separated into fours because you still play on your console, okay? So the four Xbox Ones, the four Xbox Series X, the four PlayStation 4, and the play- four PlayStation 5, they all draft from the same pool of players, but then they just play their console, and it's best out of three, double elimination, okay? So, here is the, or- oh, maybe it's taken down? Uh, let me see here one second. Uh, no, I got it here okay so here is the draft order and uh, and how it's gonna go now again what you're drafting now guys is versus cards all right so their x-factor abilities i got confirmation that their x-factor abilities are on but basically they're the versus cards um with
1: so uh, Connor mcdavid would be i don't know 93 overall he's a, he's a 95 i think they're adjusted only slightly
2: yeah very um, slightly so mcdavid yeah. i think would be 93 or 94 would be my guess yeah he's gonna have gold wheels but th- that's just an example he's not a 99 like he is in hut mm-hmm. okay so one oh the 101 is gren um which, which uh
1: i i thought um polgs got kind of screwed over in the draft order uh so yeah. what they did was they took the first overall player on each console mm-hmm. um and then they randomized uh the top four um and they did that for each group of four right I so will say this. what's that
2: the reigning champ getting 101 like if it was anyone else um i i see what you're saying he did do the qualifier i think that the reigning champ getting something would be kind of cool but like there's no there's no he got to, he got to
1: play c bruins i'm just kidding <laughs> oh that no. was a good joke that okay. was a good one Grens in the <laughs> yeah. chat that's why i said okay. that that was baby a good one ludmers, that, was a ju- that was a joke baby
2: ludmers put on a performance
1: I and know. had gren on the ropes that was uh
2: and, yeah uh, that was a very exciting
1: game i watched that, that was
2: probably one of the best series um i had seen and uh he definitely he definitely showed that he um is is one of the better players i think going into next year uh it won't be perceived that he's <coughs> like a hot hero i think he's going to be someone that is definitely uh, a friend that doesn't know he's ludmers brother ludmers very very good player was in gwc last year um
1: he's clearly a good player yeah yeah i mean if you
2: get to this point no matter what even if you're on ps4 okay yeah like you're still a good player but yeah so the series he had against gren was incredible went to three games uh gren narrowly escapes um it seems to me that like every time gren like gren has a series this is an example of like something that's like impressive because no matter the game is ridiculous every year the bounces it's hockey right it is hockey um It's not. You would think it's ones and zeros, but it's not. There's programmed like threes and shit in there. And um I remember last year, like people forget that, like he was like 20 seconds away from getting eliminated in the first round from against Fish Fisher. By Fisher. Yeah,
1: I and, and I was I was sitting there watching that. I'm like, oh my god, if Gren loses this, I'm gonna make the final four because we yeah. were in the same bracket.
2: I remember I remember listening with Arda. We didn't have it on screen, and we were doing the production for that that thing, and we were watching the production and throwing it up in the background. And me and Arda were like, oh my god. Cause we hadn't even gone live yet. It hadn't even shown. They didn't show the first round the series, but nonetheless, right. Grand finds a way in GWC to move on. And now it's a double elimination. Best of three. It's going to be very difficult to knock him out, obviously, but he gets the one oh one. We can all assume that's going to be McDavid. Uh, I think in versus there's no, you know, he's over six foot, so he doesn't really have the size problem. He's going to have goal wheels, which I think in this landscape is good
1: uh yeah you have to use it he has 99 speed with gold wheels and then nobody else is even close to him in speed like
2: exactly yeah there might be some like high 80s but they're shot and everything else is nowhere near so it has to be here's the interesting part though so polgs gets two uninstall gets three who would you take as two let's pretend the player it's the the entire player pool is open i know players like 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 isn't in it they don't put the entire player pool in um, it's very large. In prior years, it's only um, the eight draft. Now there's 16. So the player mm-hmm. pool is very big. Um, but yeah, so Ranton, for example, is not there. Who would
1: you take it to? Um, I think, well, Gren, yeah, Gren knows how I think. Uh, or he's answering for somebody else. McKinnon's in the draft, I'm pretty sure. Um, yep. So I yep. think you have to take McKinnon at number two. He has gold yep. or silver wheels, right? Like his. He has uh,
2: silver wheels and then puck on a string or, or okay. something useless yeah. as his gold ability, okay. but still yeah. he has You have board.
1: to take McKinnon at number two
2: um also have to remember guys this is a snake draft so Grant is gonna draft i don't think it's good i like for to draft one like i would not want to because he's gonna draft one and then he's gonna draft 30 i think
1: it's good to draft one i don't i don't know how good it is to draft two through like four or whatever just because mcdavid McDavid is is, like yeah yeah like in this tournament like you don't take him off the ice that's true yeah i guess you're right
2: there and i'm pretty sure i want to say last year at the draft stage like everyone who had mcdavid like made it on yeah i I don't i don't know the exact stat but i'm almost positive when they did all the drafts last year that he like almost every like anyone who had mcdavid
1: moved on but Mm -hmm. uh who do you take at three um matthews is in there i'd have i don't like i don't have the draft you can't play him at center though in this i don't know i don't know what the face-off ratings are i guess that's true
2: right because but like if they're anything like versus like he has a crap you yeah know?
1: he does he does have a bad face that off rating, but even job. then playing him on on wing is fine um dry i think might be too slow to take at number three but he does have good abilities so the abilities it looks like that they have are the default versus it's the abilities. default ones yeah yeah like the x factor abilities um Sap
2: says matthews is the eighth best face-off rating if that's the case then that's fine i
1: just like i don't think that you could take
2: Matthews as a oh one. yeah somebody
1: said crosby and i actually don't mind crosby at three because his card has really good abilities
2: that's true yeah, yeah. that's true isn't it, but he's in
1: backhand beauty he does but, but he has other ones but yeah he has like um he might have the face off one as a silver mm-hmm. he might okay let me ask you this yeah let me ask you this
2: there is only one i believe there's only one card defenseman with gold one t and it's not good
1: are um, you sure there's one i didn't think there I'm, was I didn't maybe think there, there
2: wasn't i pens was texting me earlier there actually might not be any i might be making yeah that up. there
1: only, might not be any only a has gold one t and uh, uh stamkos yeah, f- oh stamkos okay stamkos too
2: yeah but uh there's no defenseman so how long do you like when would you even take a defenseman in a in when they're 16 because um, if you like like I said, man, it's a mile. Like, Polg's and uninstall. Like, Grant, I guess you, you did make a good point when he gets McDavid. That's such an advantage. But, yeah. like, Sauce Show at four, like, you're not drafting for, like, another, like,
1: 30 sp- or 28 spots. It's like. I know. I, I think in this, it's not bad to take a defenseman late first if it's Hedman, because he has, like, gold stick him up. And I think he'll be on the ice, like, 30 or 40 minutes a game. He's going to, like, I guess that's far true. and away, he'll be, like, the best defenseman. Um, But then, like, because it's those default ratings nobody's gonna have like a good one-timer from the point
2: no like so it's... like
1: junior Penn's is gonna have to adapt to style which he'll be fine um yeah. but that'll be a lot different from what he's used to playing
2: yeah he's not gonna have the same like guaranteed one goal a game from the point
1: yeah and i was a little disappointed they didn't change up the abilities on the cards because like i don't know we, we know what the x-factor abilities are i think a lot more cards should have had abilities um instead of just like what was carried over from versus i don't know if you agree I, with me my my guess would be so if
2: this is a representation of the nhl the versus abilities are like they don't play well in the game but they are pretty decent at representation of what they do yeah. in real life yeah so yeah. like McDavid my guessing just be would be
1: flying the, flying yeah, out like there.
2: matthew's like shock and awe makes sense like yeah. it, compared to the real thing so like i, I like that i i kind of understand so that mm-hmm. would be my guess as to why they didn't do that because if they went like meta then it would be a little bit more interesting
1: um, um here's a question for you though on the draft yeah. uh there's only one goalie with gold post to post Carey price when do you think he goes dude okay
2: Carey. first of all Carey price at the launch of the game before any other cards come out even when other cards come out like Carey price plays like mcdavid does like they feel different They're, i've said this for the last three years even when like the there was no x factors like there's something about Carey price's card that plays really well um and if he has goal post to post like that's a the problem is there's 16
1: spots like you take a goal i mean i guess a goal is really important if you're I, so i think you pick a goalie that early um and this First is round? just like so that goalie that early if you're playing regs i know pens is playing regs I believe on ps5 i think it's worth doing that only because of his play style and i think like um I think Regs is like by far from like playing mostly everybody on PS Five. Like he's the best player in the world. Like I, I, it, it's insane what he does. Uh, what he did to Saphir. Like he made it's, him quit two games. Wh- uh, Regs is better this year than he was last year. It's kind of scary.
2: What's What's wild is that now. Like the time to get him eliminated was when he didn't have a. a like he did. He probably played less Hut this year than like the last two years easily. And, yeah. like, his team was was good, but not, like, you know, like the unstoppable 99s, and now everyone's on the same playing field. Like, it, it's going to be tough. Like, it, like is it is going to be tough to knock up. This is where it he gets has, really hard. The, I think
1: he has the toughest Final Four, though, which is going to be tough because he plays pens first. Um, yes, he plays pens, and, and he usually be,
2: beats pens, I'm dude, pretty sure.
1: Like, <sighs> I think it's, like, a I think bad, it's been, bad record. I think it's been more even recently just because it was, like, 99 hot. I Maybe. do like Pens's chance just in terms of the play style, but I think that he ah. could be the second person. So when they play their first matchups,
2: right, the final four on each console, they play. Say Regs beats Pens. Pens goes down to the loser bracket and it has to play the loser of the second round. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Yeah,
1: yeah. Like the loser of the other matchup. The loser of and, the other matchup. Yeah.
2: And then the two winners play, and then obviously that person who wins moves on, and then it would be like they just move down. It's so it's Aves. It, wait who is in that ps5 one it's Aves is playing gren
1: first and so then gren
2: regs and junior pence yeah that's like a gwc like you know like hall of fame i it, it's tough it's tough like, right i i give Aves like Aves is someone that i've played like for years now like he's been like a hut hero for a while yeah he reminds me a lot of geimer like two years ago like when geimer came kind of like out of nowhere and got really good um, but man, that would be a mod. if if it like if Aves moves on, like that's probably one of the biggest like upsets, like because he 'cause he's gotta he's gotta win. You know what I mean? Like he's gotta knock out those
1: guys have to lose twice. They do. Um so I, I think obviously if Gren and Regs win their first two suit se- like the first series, like they're gonna make it, I think. But um I could see A Ab- Ab- I could see Aves beating Gren. Not that he's better than Gren. Uh, the game's random. And Aves is really good this year. Like, I played him a lot leading up to GWC this past weekend. Um, and he's only getting better. So, I, I think he could surprise people and make I the would, final like, eight. That,
2: that kind of stuff is, is like, good. Because, like, uh, I saw... Um, oh,
1: my God, who was it?
2: Oh, Nippin said that Aves, like, done, didn't deserve to be there. Which, okay, whatever. He, Nippin.
1: It, it, Aves got a lot better in the past four weeks.
2: Yeah, He's yeah. Tra- he's yeah when you play a lot and you're only playing good players like it's just like you know the floor gets way higher you know what i mean like as like as you're as you're getting better but i think yeah. something you know like if he makes it on here there is no argument the yeah, other four sure. consoles the other three consoles like have one sure that for sure should make it playstation for example has Joes. and the other then there's some other uh, players. is on xbox right or xbox sorry Joe, i always get that mixed up like joe's on xbox like there's mm-hmm. one right and so like they all have like one player but then like the other ones are like okay it's whatever it could be a mismatch like this one is you earned it it's a lot like your bracket when getting into getting into that stage right yeah um that's gonna be a really fun one to watch um and like it's not easy for any of them
1: man no that, it's not it's not at that's,
2: all that's gonna be brutal um so draft is gonna be really important here's what i will say i think that anyone who is not on the same level because you use the same team once you get to the montreal Mm -hmm. if you are someone who would is oh crosby 87 who was my chl defense partner and i cannot believe you
1: might have been better than him
2: i bro (laughs) like it is mind boggling i used to beat him on my stream in like nhl 18 when he was like a 16 year old and would just annoy me all the time Hey, he made it
1: he deserves he, it
2: dude absolutely i couldn't believe it i was like this isn't the same person so good for him i couldn't yeah. believe it if you're like him obviously he is not in the same level as joe's pens uh you know grand or grand polg's uninstall even like all of those guys, even sap like all those guys if you're one of those guys like it prices in the second round you like have to you, you
1: take price first if you're if you're if you're oh crosby I, i'm sorry
2: yeah like Good that's player. how you're
1: going to move on if like, he wants yeah. to win if your goal is to win the tournament not just make yeah. montreal he has to take carry price because he will not be Gren without post or he won't be Gren, he won't be regs he won't be uninstalled he won't Dude, be like what's that nothing sap's like even sap
2: my bad i included him. i included sap with gren polgs regs and, and, and uh, dude. actually
1: sap is who i'm pulling forth for the rest of this i hope sap i think wins. that he's yeah i would like to see he him also he's a very nice kid. also about sap he had one of the tougher runs to make it probably he besides, did he, he kept besides, upsetting besides regs he i think he had the toughest run out of anybody
2: he did have a really hard run i remember seeing his his matchups and like, i agree very yeah. hard matchup yeah but yeah like i said like if you're one of those guys you like we've seen goal post to post don't like take over this
1: game and you know we've
2: talked about X factors in
1: competitive play being like Ugh, you know I saw it in Grand Series um mm-hmm. there were some insane saves from it might have been both goalies um mm-hmm. but I think I think Grand Grand might have been using Leonard if I remember correctly but I might mm-hmm. be wrong and his goalie had like some crazy saves game one it might have been yeah
2: yeah. Uh, yeah I think I think like if you're one of those guys um lebanese man lebanese man or E yen i think that yeah if he, if he if price is there like but it's just crazy to me because you would never in, in like take a goaltender you know but it's like you know goal post to post price is a significant advantage that legitimately is like
1: if, if i was if i was in this tournament and i was and i knew i had to play regs first round i would consider taking price
2: okay let me ask you this at what number like dude we, if, dude, if i'm
1: picking if i'm picking like 16 and i have that back-to-back pick like yeah oh I'm, that's me, okay, yeah yeah for yeah, sure but even then even if you have like 12th and you're picking what fifth next round like mm-hmm. take price cool. We'll be uh, that'll be interesting to see i can't wait to see
2: how that that shakes out okay like let me ask you this like defensemen, like yeah. headman sure when would you like they're just not going to be as important as like in this format especially if x factors are just not it like i'm trying to think off the top of my head who has like i think slavin if he's in the draft has he is not down. in the
1: draft for some reason okay like there's yeah. there's
2: some man carolina just gets no love so ever. so
1: here's the other point though with x factors in the game now um there aren't a lot of abilities in the draft so i think no. the, the cap might be 40 instead of 45 okay. um but if you're going for defenseman and you can get like Okay, so Petriangelo's is the only one with gold shutdown. So if you can get some defensemen with good abilities, it might be worth having like a top four. I just don't know like what all abilities are in the draft. Because if I like, remember go ahead. Oh, I was about to say like we know shutdowns like really good. Um, people stopped using it because it was six points, but there's not a lot of points to use in this tournament. So you might as well use six and- on shutdown
2: and there's no there's not there's no one that has 99 stick checking
1: exactly so
2: this is like back at launch of the game when like everything kind of matters a little bit more yeah um so de- yeah definitely definitely i just i don't know when defense gonna be taking. like i i would be stunned if we saw other than headman like man but it's crazy too because like you're gonna
1: I, their speed is gonna be low uh yeah McCar is gonna be one of the only fast ones i think yeah right? like McCarr and quinn hughes but like yeah
2: the people that play at this level, like, those are not the guys that, you know what I mean? It'll be very interesting because, like, yeah, like pro be. meta, like, how you play against, like, someone like the 16 that are left is, like, not with small defensemen.
1: Yeah, but then you can find value that way. I'm um, sure. Yeah, with the Russian so one. Gren last year in the draft, he like nobody wanted Tori Krug, who was like 90 overall. Yeah, and he yeah, got yeah. him in like the 16th round, maybe. <laughs> yeah, and it was like a good player to have on your second or third pair because he was really good. He was five foot nine, mm-hmm. but like he's still solid. And right? a good shot and he was fast. Yeah, I
2: can't wait because this this is where it actually gets uh, really interesting. I hope that like the draft stays at 16 i don't know if, or like i the eight the eight was cool but the player pool was so diminished that like it was um they like they take out quite a few nhlers yeah um so that it isn't just everyone using 90 overall versus teams essentially like all-star teams because mm-hmm. you're gonna get like guys on the third and fourth line that are like 83 and 84 overall like they're yeah low, it might even get even lower less. yeah like 80 overall even. yeah yeah um so it's gonna be interesting um all right, what do you want to see change? What's the thing most important thing you want to see change next year for GWT? Uh, Pretending console. cross console. No, no, pretend cross console is
1: happening. Pretend it's happening? All right, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> what a great thing. Reseeding of the brackets or something, dude. Reseeding of the brackets. I don't know. More ways to get into the final like tournament. Uh, whatever. Like I, I was under the, the impression that uh, this tournament would be reseeded. Um, I thought it was, too.
2: It was yeah. at certain points. The very first time you enter the bracket after the club stage and then now it was and then now like i thought that i literally thought in the rules that it read it's receded every round um so that's tough
0: yeah Um, yeah
1: yeah it was tough man it was tough to say the least um i don't know i i just hope for some more longevity to it i would love if gwc
2: um when you get to the club stage when you are a club representative you are allotted points um this has been two years now so it's easy to track because you can go back and see where the club champions were right and every round you acquire more points and in the future year the next year you know like it's tough because then the qual- online qualifier kind of means nothing i like that the online qualifier means something the problem is that there's lag outs and yeah, i mean you
1: should get points for everything you do like any anything in gwc like how you qualified in past years if you've won whatever they can go back that could determine seating and all that you know there's there's a lot of improvements they could do i think think in a perfect world there is just a tournament for every single team and those are
2: your 32 representatives and there there isn't enough time to do that because if this is if this podcast has been 30 weeks right you couldn't even do it one every week it's got to be like four every week i would just like to see
1: more events throughout the year just for something to do um because mm-hmm. it's like we played for six months. That's this lasts for like three days that are streamed and then that's mm-hmm. it. That's all we get all year. It does give you a purpose while you're streaming for six months though. Because imagine there was no GWC. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm yeah. assuming under a different scenario, we have a GWC, mm-hmm. but it's just like a longer process throughout the year, something to stream throughout the year. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah, like uh, yeah, I I think that yeah. Hopefully, cross console comes and and that really and that really addresses the issue with it. Um, all right, so you, uh, off off camera, you mentioned uh, yeah, my squad battle video, but my squad battle improvements. We got to talk yeah. about shell a little bit.
1: We do uh, unfortunately. We got to
2: do a mandatory mandatory five minutes of shell. Um, yeah. So I said that uh, a lot. Like uh, I hate comparing things to MLB because I'd, a I don't think that's good for the business. I don't think that they should just rip because that's what they do with all the other EA games. Uh, I think they should innovate. However, some sort of season mode where you know you 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 uh, sign up for a season, you have your team, and maybe there's restrictions sometimes. Maybe there's not offline, and you enter into a 28 game season, and it's against uh, you know there's you, there's 32 random teams that you would have matched up if you were fresh hut uh, squad battles all the time. So it's other people's real life teams, East and Western Conference. You make the playoffs. Once you get into the playoffs, you get a um you get a choice pack of a of an 80 overall or 82 overall card that you've got to put in your lineup and every round you go that card turns into like an 84 if you get to the final it turns into an 80 86 the thing um a lot of people because then a lot of people were like well what happens if you play on rookie so if you play on rookie and you get into the finals then your card starts out as a 78 and it can only get up to like an 84 or an 83 and again if you if you do it on superstar it starts out as an 85 or an 84 it can go up to an 88 see Mm -hmm. how that like you know what i mean and then if you want you can pay the final tiers if you are someone who plays offline you can't play on superstar um you shouldn't be you know hindered for that but you've got to pay a substantial price whereas if you are good and you're playing on superstar you are awarded the best card that you could get
1: you know and uh i think that'd be kind of cool what are your thoughts on that yeah i mean that would be better right I, i don't like the uh the week calendar you know that kind of gets away from it in my opinion and i think that would be good everything's on this stringent like week by week basis where if you miss a week um you for feel like simplicity. you missed... it, it is and i don't think oh. it's good mentally for people because they have like it feeds that addiction too um I, uh, what's that before
2: you go any further uh I, would, I forgot to mention these would be tied to events just like how yeah. I, would want, I would expect rivals so this would be a two-week thing
1: okay yeah
2: so you could play a season that's 28 games plus your playoffs best of three um i think it ends up being like 38 games But yeah, it'd be that's still that's
0: still
1: yeah, that's still 20 games a week. I I just wish these were like longer. And that's just for, you know, me being selfish. Um, But I think for the offline players who only play
2: squad battles, it wouldn't be enough. That's why I think on a two weeks, it kind of like hits that like, you know, you get it done early, but then you don't have to wait like a month.
1: Be my excuse my yawn here because we were talking about nhl i i might be a squad battler next year uh with the, with the kid right with the baby <laughs> so i can pause that so
2: that you what know happens? what <laughs> you don't make it don't make
1: it 20 games make it 50 games a week so i can you know pause i'll just replace all my game playing with that after you know, after gwc happened you got knocked what'd you go do um what did i do we my I sat there pretty angry, I'm not going to lie. sat there pretty angry. How long? <sighs> dude, like an hour, maybe. I was pissed off. Oh, you off. had a
2: good think. like you, Dude, you just... dude,
1: I, I did. I did. I was really angry. Um, Saphir called me after his game against Regs, and Saphir wanted to talk about that. I was, you know, trying to like keep no. him respectful. And I was like, you know, hey, you shouldn't have even been there. You know? So... <laughs> Um, no, me and Safir are cool. So I think he took it in stride. Uh, he understood. Uh, my wife made tacos. I had way too many tacos. And then okay. I had a final to submit for school, um, that night. So I went and worked on that and I had a, you know, a, a drink while I was doing that. So I probably didn't do too well, um, between the anger and everything else. And then the next day I was still mad sleeves. I was still mad, but, uh, I'm good now. I think, I think there's still a little bit of resentment there.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, you, you have uh, you have high expectations for yourself. Yeah. And it obviously came short. I think that, you know, it, it's tough. Um, but I think every year that you play to the same level you're doing this year, that, like, you give yourself a chance to win. It's not like, you know.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't know. I'm old now, so it'll probably never mm-hmm. happen, which is fine. Um, never know, buddy. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so I just have to, like i don't know i don't know what it is like mentally just like level with it um i, I think i think a break's going to be good for me right because like i'm not i i highly doubt i'm playing nhl 22 again um,
2: i i am probably i i don't know it'll be like franchise mode
1: yeah so like and you know what else i did uh this past week i finished i started and finished a book um, so that oh, was pretty cool. Book. Yeah. Um, it, I forget the guy's name, Mike Rice, maybe it was a book about writing on the Simpsons for 30 years, but it was pretty interesting. Um, That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Um, did that, you know, started the yard work to get the yard ready for the summer.
0: Okay, um, would which you do? is,
1: so it's just a mess. It's a disaster. There were like tons of sticks there. We had a storm like a month ago and I never picked up all the twigs and sticks. So I'm doing that. Uh there is pool or there is water on the pool cover so i had to drain that so we're going to open up the pool next week. Above ground or underground? Above ground. We're not, you know, the, those those uh in-ground pools are like 80 grand to get, you know, yes, put in. Yes, they are. So uh we just wanted a pool last year so we just did the above ground. Okay? Um cause it's it's not our forever home either, you know. Mm-hmm. The uh, uh so i'm still doing my subathon. <laughs>
2: uh currently have i think 11 hours to go right now currently um yeah. I, that's like the one thing like i'm gonna take a day and just f- take care of my backyard and my front yard uh, definitely something i definitely want to do need a good grass cut but we built a pen for summer when she was a puppy now she could step over it so i gotta get rid of that we bought it we got a new brand new barbecue mm. um a huge one um i'm trying to think of the name might be broil king might have been okay. broil king um really like we had bought a new one when we moved in here but my aunt and uncle they uh they enjoy the finer things in life and i guess my uncle really wanted like the one the one that he got um doesn't really cook on coal very well um which is something he wanted and i was like yeah i don't do that so he's like well here you go and i was like okay this thing's bam. massive bam um so i gotta put that up Um we also have like a a really big like um kind of like a gazebo thing we built like it was it's like one of those coverings, like four four metal posts on each side, and like a tent cover kind of thing. Um, but we got it screwed in the cements of our patio, um, and then like our you know if we have so we can have like a dining room and sit outside if it's kind of you know being kind of shitty outside or if it's like really sunny. I'm mm-hmm. um, just excited. I'm excited to go to the gym early in the morning, take my coffee and my computer. I <laughs> started writing my book on the Let's plane. Let's go. Let's we'll go. talk about we'll talk about my trip in a second. we I remember my first two pages of my book. It's a mess and every time i'm writing something i'm like oh here's a better idea so i've realized that i have to fully storyboard this thing um but anyways i just want to sit on my deck and i want to you know have the sun out maybe have my pup in the backyard just chilling with the coffee and my computer and uh that'll probably be the number one thing i can't wait for when the subathon is done but nonetheless that, is, still that is
1: what summer is all about like i know maybe it it's is. not fully it's summer but like dude last year our summer was amazing we had in the pole for a little bit yeah. We would, like, lay out. I'd read a book or something. Henry would be out there. Now we have the dog to play outside. Like, have the coffee outside in the morning. How great is the, that?
2: The coffee outside in the morning while the sun is not fully up, that is a... Okay, there's a lot of people... This is We're streaming this live on my stream, obviously, right yeah. now. Fellas, that is a thing that you will only appreciate when you hit a certain age. And it is the like for a split moment is bliss. Like there's there it is just ah it yep. is great. But yeah, so I'm excited to do that. Um and uh yeah, so I went to San Jose this weekend.
1: You did. And it first was your first time, time, time right? Yeah. First okay. time
2: ever. Been 18 years I've been a fan of the San Jose Sharks. I've been to about 30 shark games never at the tank. And the Sharks flew me out to host their, um, the Shark Specific Cup, the $30,000 Sixes Tournament, the finals of it, um, which I couldn't have been happier about. They, they hooked me up. Nice, nice room at the Hilton, Hilton, San Jose, uh, free rental car, um, got to go throughout the whole, um, arena, which was just surreal because I can, I, I was, I literally just stood there. We had, it was being filmed or we were doing the, the, we were doing the stream in a suite, dead middle of the ice um and um so i stood out after they were setting it we were all setting up with grizz and davos mm-hmm. um i kind of went into the suite where the seats were and i just kind of looked around and i'm just like picturing all like the insane moments that i've watched um anyone's winning which, the cup yeah yeah, which is pretty <laughs> surreal and then uh, after the first night we were there uh, i went out and met out with sparty uh, guy in my community he's one of the more generous members of my community him and i um, were on a
1: sixes team together in nhl 17
2: yes sir he is actually a pretty he was a pretty good goaltender back in the day and uh great dude like Joe, we is. went to uh we went to this uh rosie i think it's called rosie and mcclanahan's is like an irish pub down mm-hmm. in in san uh, san san Bernardino. no i don't remember san something san bernardino and, no like that's like that's like a city i think there's oh. a it's a like a um, District. Okay. I'm trying to think of what it was called, but it was like you walked. You, you don't drive through it; you walk through it, and there's restaurants and like nice, like, like white lighting everywhere. Like it was just really, really nice. Went to this Irish pub, um, had a nice bourbon and a, and a really nice burger. We we hung out all night for for a couple hours. Went back to the hotel the next day. Most stressful stream of my life. Um so if anyone doesn't know like I I've, I've basically been involved with every single 6v6 or 1v1 event that any team has hosted since NHL 19. Uh this was this was definitely the first of its kind. So the San Jose Sharks wanted to do a, a LAN sixes. WD Black, the sponsor for them is incredible. Mm-hmm. Shelling out the amount of money for the prize pool $30,000 for an event uh, is is crazy. But they also wanted to do a LAN and that was, in, that was in the cards. and Unfortunately, um, Santa Clara County, where the San Jose Sharks are, was also the most strictest place outside of Ontario in North America uh, when it comes to COVID. So when they announced it, restrictions were dying out. And then it, when they kicked back in in January, they couldn't go through with the full plan because they didn't know what was going to happen with the COVID restrictions. So they nixed any sort of land. like We weren't even going. Which, again, I think people can understand unless you're just, like, one of those obnoxious kids who's like, oh, why isn't this in person? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, There's those
1: people. There's a few of those.
2: Yeah. Yeah, idiots. But anyways, um, so three weeks prior to the event, they're like, you know, Tris had come to to me and Davos and Grizz and says, hey, they might not, they they, they can't do a land, but we can do three people um, because that's now, you know, the, the, the cost isn't absurd because the cost for us was wild the flying us out there you know the the rental like the the hotel all that yeah i think people don't realize that they can't put they have to give you individual hotel rooms like Hmm. legally they have to give you an individual hotel room so like that alone was just crazy um but anyways they wanted to do something special for the broadcast for wd black so they said that hey why don't we stream it from the arena and i don't know if you saw it but like the backdrop of the pacific division banners and like the, the the rafters was it was really well done and then you had the game going on in the background. Um, it was really fun. However, Tris, who is producing it all, who has become one of the best um, producers, like I, he is great. He has tw- twelve cameras on or the broadcast. He's flipping scenes. He's got all these animations that he's made. Like, it blows my mind because I was the one that used to have to do that, and now he's doing it all remotely. So he was doing that from Toronto, where he lives. We were in we were in um, the the arena. And we didn't. We couldn't bring any of our stuff. Like I can bring my computer. I had to do it off my MacBook. They gave us two laptops, and we had to bring our cameras, our like our mics with our XLR stuff. Like it was a, it was the most stressful thing to hope that it held together. It was like a broadcast being held together with like, duct tape. Yeah. And it was great. He did. They. They. Everyone did a really really good job. Um. It was awesome. And uh, yeah, obviously in a perfect world it would be a LAN, and that is what they planned for. Um. It's just covid like you know what i mean like uh, santa clara county like the, the sharks couldn't even play in the covid bubble in san jose in an empty arena that's how insane it was Damn. they had to play in arizona that first that for the first like three or four months of the covid uh, year um when the regular season was going on i don't think people realized that so um i said that immediately when i found out that we would be going i said probably you know gonna be get some hate because mm-hmm. it should be the players and I totally agree but they wanted to try something new for their sponsors and if you guys don't understand the difference between make like a big sponsor and not a $30,000 sixes event yeah that wasn't the NHL like wake up you yeah. know what I mean like that doesn't happen they have a sponsor that is just you so generous so they wanted to do something special and then the wd black guys were actually in the suite they got to watch they loved it which was great and davos and grizz did a great job calling the game um i got to interview aiden hill i just did oh uh, no so way. i had i had to interview jonathan becker who is the president of the san jose sharks okay and then i had to interview aiden hill i have never been more nervous in my life i don't think maybe for the gwc brought my first gwc broadcast when when i had to fill in for arda mm-hmm um but i knew that was like big for my career so that was like a different kind of nervous this is like i'm speaking to the person who writes every check for the san jose sharks like my favorite team and i was like what if i say the wrong thing and anyways he was awesome like he he wanted to tease that i i brought up that hendry he he, we announced uh, the players of the year of the season and hendry won the number the forward group and uh, I was like, hey, you know, he was he is a part of GT, the very first professional you know team signed a uh, signed player or player team. And, and he was like, I mean, hey, I don't like being number two. So, I you know, I'm thinking that we're going to have to go bigger than that. And I was like, and I was like, OK, I'm like, hey, what about a season three? I was like, hey, man, everything he's like, everything good comes in threes. So there would definitely be a That's season awesome. three. I was like, oh, and he was just laughing about it. Like, I was just like, yeah. this is great. It was super down to earth. And then Aiden Hill. So like. I got off camera while, while Davos and, and, and Grizz were talking, and while well, calling the game, and I saw Aiden come in, and it, dude, this one, so the one game, like worst case scenario, because we started this an hour before the actual game was going on, and me, selfishly, I'm like, man, I want to just watch the game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've waited to 18 years for this. I apologize to Prodigy and Olympia, but I just wanted to see the game, and I was hosting, so it's not like I was involved in each game. Um, And Aiden Hill came in, and so I wanted to, like, just tell him what was gonna what i'm gonna ask and what we're gonna do and all that so i go up and he's he was um really reserved like you know and i was like okay this might be like he's gonna give me really short answers and i'm like i gotta i gotta fill five to ten minutes here and then it goes to four overtimes or three overtimes and he's sitting there since like the second period of like the game jesus so I'm just christ like, <laughs> i'm just like yeah like we're all just like me the you know like the, the the rap for the sharks um because we know that if this goes seven games like this might just the entire game might be going on still um and anyway so it ends and then we go to a quick break and aiden comes over and i'm just like yeah we're gonna announce the goaltender and anyway so someone told me that when he, we uh, he got asked if he would come on and do an interview for it he said he's like yeah man, I's like i'd love to talk to them i could probably beat them in shell So I guess he like plays it quite a bit. So I was like, I heard through the grapevine that you could that you that you think you could probably beat us. And I'm like, I'm not gonna lie, you could definitely beat Davos and Grizz, but I think we're gonna have to set something up sometime. And he's like, Absolutely. He's like, I bet I could beat you. And I was like, This is good. And then we showed Reigns who won the goalie of the season. He holds up the jersey and everything like that. And Sharky comes in and he's like in the background and he lights off these like these like uh, the confetti. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was like a really funny moment. But then even better was on the we had a big TV that was showing the broadcast, and we had Reigns' numbers. And Aiden Aiden Hill sees this, and he looks over at him. He's like, "Man, I wish I I wish these were my stats." <laughs> and I thought that that was hilarious, like that you would joke like like anyway. So as he's leaving, he's like, "Man, sometimes we're gonna have to play." Like he, so, I was he was genuine about it. So I was like, "Okay, sweet." Like he, I guess he's a big gamer, so uh, Dude, that's that was awesome. really cool. Dude, how far yeah. has
1: uh, like? You know, I know we have our complaints or whatever. People Mm -hmm. have their complaints. I guess I have mine. But uh, Sixes has come pretty far in the last 10 years. In the last, like, three. I think COVID helps Sixes more
2: than anything else. Yeah. Because I remember being in Vegas when I was trying to get involved with the GWC, when I flew myself out there, and I'm just talking to anyone I could at the event. And it sounded like to me, I remember talking to the EA competitive team that runs Madden and they were getting involved with the NHL for the GWC. And I don't think that that's a thing anymore. Um, but I was like, I really think it should be a 32 team regular season. Every team has a representative in a tournament. And they, it sounded like that's where it was going. And anytime I talked to like an NHL executive at events for the last two years, it sounded like in 2019, that's where it was headed.
1: Yeah. Um, I remember seeing like a, uh, like a, what are those like a called? mock draft
2: thing or a mock. Um, like a there was that proposal? there was
1: like a uh yeah like a PowerPoint like a, a yeah, draft proposal, deck. Yeah. yeah and yeah. it was that that's what was listed exactly and then COVID hit
2: and all these teams didn't like the, there was no way to have an in-person event so like there goes that idea um it sounded like there wasn't a lot of communication about having to do an event from the NHL because it sounded like an NHL 18 after the first GWC that mandatory esports events were going to happen
1: well that's whenever you saw an nhl 19 um that's what so many yeah. teams had those There's like so team many tournaments it was like every week yeah there was a different and, one and it was fun and, that was the most fun year i think
2: yeah and that was because they were told the following season they were gonna have to run an event so all these teams were doing like tryouts like to see how an event would go and then COVID hit yeah and obviously all that went out the window and teams i remember i remember what started like what's crazy to me because i never would have anticipated it i'm cbj uh was i believe anthony Alaco who's no longer with the company works for another esports uh, organization really great guy came to me dm me and said hey uh we want to grow the cbj gaming brand would you like to talk with and i said absolutely sure and he i asked uh, he said or I, I told him that um you know if it's if it's about money 1v1 if you need engagements then it's six v six because you can run a season like yeah. there's six people there's just more like there's no way around the business i, I personally like one v one more mm-hmm. um but th- that was i was just asked what was like what was the the, the where, to, where where it should go and yeah like it was definitely um sixes but nonetheless um it ended up i ended up sending them over to lg and uh we did the first CBJ event and then it was like, right after that it was like sharks caps, you know, all, all the team events all went in. And now it's because they, they couldn't do in-person events and they needed to get engagements and impressions and things like that. They, they liked the season format and then everything just became sixes. And I think yeah. like when it, when it comes to a team-based event, I think it six V six makes sense. I don't think the GWC makes sense for sixes. I don't think it ever will. Um, because th- could you imagine here's the reason why i don't think sixes will work because you need to have the entry point be in the game okay
1: yeah definitely. like it needs
2: to be in in the video game if it if it is outside of the game they lose more than half of their signups because you're you're adding friction if they have to go and sign up on battlefly and do all of their games on battlefly you're losing half of your signups and in sixes like you have to get a team of six together yeah like not even pretend you're not an LG. You're just a guy that you want to compete. You gotta find six buddies that wanna play and like it's just not gonna it's just not gonna happen. It's gonna be the same 30, 40, 50 teams, maybe hundred teams, let's say. But when you when you talk about 1v1, it's just everyone. Because if you're a sixes player, I guarantee you 90% of sixes players that would compete for, you know, the 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 Sharks specific Up played in GWC.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like I bet they played in it yeah and that's just why like you know and i just think in uh, the cost and um you know that kind of stuff it just it it makes more sense but i think team events 100 percent, like it just makes sense because it's longer there's more engagements up until the final like you know like views will never be big in terms of like on twitch like a thousand is is impressive yeah if you can get to a thousand right but and in GWC I don't know if it would with 6v6 just cuz the way it's played like when something's on the line I actually enjoy watching 6s when there is because it, I know how the game is like it, you're looking for, it, the teams play very well there's very little time and air time and space you're looking for to see if one person sends that pizza just ru- Pogs almost ruined like early on in the series they ended up winning a game but Pogs gave up a pizza for Olympia to tie it and then oh, they scored one more time to win the game but Polg, or Olymp, uh, prodigy did but like that kind of stuff I enjoy um mm. but nonetheless uh, uh it was good I I I got to see the third period of the Sharks game they lost 5-2 but I got to hear the goal horn a couple times and um man just watching it was
1: just surreal I got to yeah go dude, and, I'm glad you got to do that
2: yeah and, and I, I I definitely will go back again um and hopefully I'm I think I'll be invited. I got to do a the San Jose Sharks they reach out to me and I I took over their Instagram for the weekend so I got to oh, go no around way. and I had to film stuff. Yeah, if you if you had San Jose Sharks on Instagram, I was their story the entire weekend. And I was like, that felt cool. I had people messaging me that I, you know, like those Facebook friends you went to high school with? Yeah. They were like, dude, no way. Like, I was just like, this was, it was cool. It was, it was really, it was really fun because I'd been a fan for so long and I've watched them from 3,000 kilometers away my entire life, essentially. So, yeah. um, but yeah, man, it was, uh, it was really fun. But um, yeah, now... Now we're on to the the finale of the of the GWC as that starts to kick off. But, um, dude, I don't think I'm recording this. So, uh, you guys that are on stream, excellent. I might not have a YouTube version of this. Oh I good. Know. it just it just <laughs> says record. I I don't know. It it's not saying oh. record. So.
1: Oh, it does it does it have the red filled in though?
2: No, like I thought it did, but then it doesn't. So I don't know. Either way, that's fine. No YouTube yeah. version.
1: Yeah, that's fine.
2: All right. Um, we talked about GBC. We talked about my the San Jose trip, squad battles a little bit. Uh, now I don't. The reason why I want to know is I don't know how long this is. Oh, it's about an hour. Perfect.
1: Yeah, it's been All an right, hour. All right. So
2: something we started doing the last little while is we picked a topic and we pick our five favorite things. So last week we did albums, and that was one of my favorite talks we've had.
1: Yeah, it like, lasted a while, which I liked.
2: I loved it. So yeah. um, today, uh, I feel like it's very difficult on the fly to name our favorite things. Mm-hmm. So I said movies, and you said underrated movies. I so did. movies that we love that don't get the fanfare that they should or maybe they get the negative fanfare um
1: but uh all right you, let's kick you off we'll do five each you go first we will do I, five each like you said underrated some of these are good movies i'm starting off with a bad one well um, before you go yeah. this
2: is this is my criteria just for um i picked a, a favorite genre, jo- like a favorite movie of mine and then i did the same genre that's how i okay. did mine so go
1: ahead okay um i'm gonna start off with this movie from the mid to late 2000s jumper have do you remember jumper
2: oh, that, okay i don't know if that's underrated that's dude phenomenal. dude if
1: you look up the critic reviews it has like a 10 oh, percent wait i'm mixing up looper jumpers looper. with Hayden christensen yes it is 2008
2: not bad but definitely an underrated okay i thought you meant looper and i was like looper was really good looper yeah, was really okay. good
1: uh <laughs> okay. jumper it would have a really cool premise i watched it the does. movie in high school um I don't remember what explain was, it. I, I just remember, the point, point. yeah, so, like, these people could jump to any other place in the world if they had it in their memory, so, like, you know, if I, you've been to, if they can picture it, is that it? I think it was they had to see the image. They had to see the image, right? So, you yes. remember what it looks like in that press, you know, the, the media room yep. in San Jose, you could jump there instantly. So, yep. there were these other people in the movie, Samuel L. Jackson was a bad guy, that he hunted these people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, bad movie entertaining uh you know i would watch it if it was on i remember i remember like uh, there's a sequence where he has to like jump like
2: nine times and he's running out of spots and he ends up in like he's like he has a vault in his house or his apartment or condo or whatever and it had like five thousand pictures like that's what i remember the most but uh the reason why i remember that is that uh as you know when we talked about favorite tv shows uh the oc is one of my favorite shows Mm -hmm. uh Rachel Wilson or Rachel Bilson is um her baby daddy is Hayden Christensen so like oh, she I just talked that. about that like I'm, I listen to their podcast they go over like every I feel like that's normal did he You don't watch teen dramas but like Tree Hill and the OC and some other shows they're having cast members from like 20 years later watch each episode of the show and then do a podcast about it and bring on like the writer and producer and and all that and they were I don't know anyways it's a very good podcast but yeah I just that's what maybe that is a very good I, I like that. That's a yeah. great one. Yeah. All right. Uh, I am going to go with my all-time favorite movie. This is actually my favorite movie, um, but I don't think it is a great movie. Uh, that's Four Brothers. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mark Wahlberg, Andre yep. three thousand, Andre Gibson, like you know Ty or uh, Ty, Tyrese. Sorry, Tyrese yeah. Gibson, the guy from Fast and Furious. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like that movie, I, I love all the acting. Like. Mark Wahlberg, he will never win an Oscar, but like man, he is like great. You like him? uh, He's my favorite actor.
1: Is he? That's funny.
2: Yeah, because he can do like any role, and it's not like there's some roles Whoa,
1: any role. Mark Wahlberg plays the same guy in every movie.
2: Are you serious? Yeah, dude. in In Four Brothers, he's not playing the same dude as in Ted.
1: Dude, he, okay, that's a comedy. I'm talking about, like, Mark Wahlberg always does, like, oh, you know, what's good duh. You know, that's him. That's Mark Wahlberg. He's always ah. angry. Got the Boston accent. He makes good movies because they're entertaining, but, like... I
2: disagree. I think there's a range. Like, I, 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 I view him, like... I respectfully
1: disagree, but okay, I will agree okay. with the fact that he makes enjoyable movies. Okay, all right. I, I feel like him and Vince Vaughn are in the same light. Vince Vaughn's a way better actor.
2: I... uh. I I see Vince Vaughn in one of two ways. He's either wedding crashers or true detective, and there Um, is no
1: in between. Dude, Vince, I love Vince Vaughn. I I love love Vince Vaughn
2: too. I I just I feel like I feel like Wal. I mean, I fight my friends on this too, so I'm definitely wrong. But dude, like I feel like Wahlberg is like. Anyways, that is one of my favorite movies of all. It is my favorite movie of all time. Uh, the story of it is makes little sense, but it is amazing. And anyways
1: yeah fair enough enjoyable mm-hmm. movie i'll agree with mm-hmm. you i like the movie um it's forgotten so uh my next one i'm gonna go with a comedy from like a few years ago game night rachel mcadams uh who's the guy from ozark oh um
2: it's, uh, oh my god it's gonna drive me nuts he's so yeah. good bateman he's patrick a very good bateman? actor patrick bateman patrick, patrick bateman Yeah. yeah 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 it's something bateman yeah
1: yeah maybe it's not patrick uh, movie's hilarious. It's just a comedy about people, you know that things go crazy. Um, Jason Bateman. Jason Patrick Bateman is a uh, American Psycho. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah Christian Bale. Um, yeah. Jason Bateman. Yeah. no, Game Night. Uh, very underrated. It didn't do good at the box office, uh, but okay. I think it's I think it's like one of the funniest movies of like the past ten years. Can you pull up our Rotten Tomato score of the of the movies that we're doing? Um, I did. So Jumper was a fifteen four brothers be, was wow yeah four brothers was a 52 i'm gonna say okay. game game night it has to be i'm gonna guess 86 i'm really good at the rotten tomatoes guessing 86 that good it's an 85 i guessed 86 that good yeah it's really good wow
2: okay usually comedies don't do well on rotten tomatoes it, it was a
1: it was a really well done movie wow okay yeah
2: all right i'm up next um i will go with a uh, limitless
1: limitless okay
2: okay i I, I, why again i can't remember why i can't think of the actor The hangover bradley uh, cooper bradley cooper uh, unbelievable and the premise like i love like mind stuff yeah and the ability to take a pill and unlock your full potential your brain is just like the coolest concept to me but then being addicted to it and obviously all that um i've watched that movie a million i'm not a movie guy and i've watched that movie way too much um limitless is so good like i think it's just it's a, like a thriller or i don't even know what it would be considered like an act like i don't know yeah. what it would be
1: considered it was cool i liked it i watched it yeah. um because like the premise is cool right yeah. like you know that druggy just do everything yeah and he learns like every he learns like another language in like two hours or something yeah he's it, right? like a
2: he yeah he's like a he, he's a um an author and he can't write a book to save his life and he goes yeah. home and he cleans up his like his like apartment and like 45 minutes makes it spotless then bangs out an entire novel in like eight hours and it ends up like being insane and his his agent's like oh my god and then he decides to like go on wall street and he learns wall street like and how to like do stocks and day trading in like an hour and a
1: half dude how many people justified their adderall addiction watching that movie (laughs) i can't imagine i can't imagine bro yeah um all right i will go my next one because i had five listed here eight mile maybe not underrated uh great movie uh, yeah i, I it, listen listen if you you know we we talked about music last week if you grew up in that time you love eight mile eight eight is a pretty f- what's the score on that if it's over 90 we're gonna have to pick it's again. not it's definitely not over 90 there's no way um it's a 75 not bad dude i think it's an incredible movie it is man there's nothing nothing gets you pumped up like watching eight mile you know what i do probably three to four times a year i'll go on youtube and i'll just watch the, final, the rap i'll just watch the rap battles i think i think every 30 year old white guy does that uh, Dude, the final one where he's like
2: his real name's clarence like, dude, it's and like clarence so parents horrible. have a real nice
1: marriage <laughs> oh dude dude you know what's so funny it's like the ultimate this and that is like, uh, and he went to Cranbrook. That was a private yeah, a school. Private school. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh dude, my like, god, that
2: dude is toast, bro. Like, oh my god. Uh, yeah. What was Limitless's rotten tomato score? Sorry,
1: um, sixty-nine. Okay, nice. Yeah.
2: Um, okay. I love natural disaster movies. I was gonna put Twister, but there's no way Twister is way too
1: famous and and well received. I think. Can we okay. agree on that? It was huge. It was like Twister yeah. was like 1998 with Helen Hunt. Is that yes. it? Yeah. Okay. All right. That
2: is one of the. That is one of the best natural disaster movies like of all time. I think. Um, so I wanted it I love natural disaster. Day After Tomorrow is another one, but that oh, is again, I thought way that's too what well received. Gonna, I this, no, it's way too say. well received. Way too well received. So my underrated natural disaster movie, Dante's Peak. I haven't seen that one. Oh, dude, it's appears Pierce Brosnan when the peak of when he was 007 and it's about a volcano erupting.
1: <laughs> it's, uh, and dude, dude, OK, <laughs> this uh, the second lowest Rotten Tomato score so far, 28 uh, percent.
2: It doesn't surprise me. But yeah. like, dude, they because like, it gets ridiculous, like the, the the volcano obviously erupts and they're there as like he's like a volcano expert because it's like making weird noises or whatever. And like people are dying in the hot springs or whatever. And then they drive this GMC truck down the mountain and it's driving over lava and somehow it's it just it's over the top but man i loved it loved that movie uh one of the best natural disaster movies and i it is definitely fits the bill is
1: underrated okay that was a good one all right i have uh, not watched the limitless show tonka no i've saw but I, i've never done it i didn't watch that one either um no. because i was like Yeah, it's a show on that and yeah exactly i have a role about tv shows um mm-hmm. if they are on basic cable like abc nbc cbs um i don't know i don't know if you guys you know yep, you have PBS, cbs like okay, yep, yeah yep. if it's yep. if it's a tv show on that i just assume it's bad mm. that goes for all those like csi miami you know like uh they have the five, like chicago pd Do you i guys guess have- a major network is like amc
2: has some bang amc doesn't eight. count yeah.
1: fx doesn't count either okay FX, i was gonna say yeah. like yeah like HBO no i'm talking like about doesn't... like the you know like the basic yep. basic channels yep yeah all right um it was a good movie uh my number four i am going with air force one as it is a forgotten movie never um, seen it harrison ford's the president terrorist hijack air force one he punches the dude in the face he's like get off my plane i think um underrated because it was forgotten
2: okay yeah dude i've never seen it yeah so let me see
1: uh you can't google air force one because you know air force one i have to google Broughton tomatoes after that (laughs) yeah Um, probably 82
2: percent. okay dude that's wild that like a random action movie getting that high
1: it only has 11 reviews oh wait this is is air force this is air force not air force one
2: are you looking at are you looking at reviewer score or like
1: rotten tomato score? Oh I look I always look at the rotten tomato score. I don't go the okay, audience okay. score. Do you That's do the okay, audience okay. score? No no, no 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 I thought seven, you were and like no, that doesn't count. 78%. No, no audience score is the most untrustworthy yeah. thing ever. Like a BTS yeah. documentary would have a hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
2: Um okay I'm on a comedy now. This is my underrated comedy movie. I've seen this movie uh this is the movie that i saw when my dad hijacked direct tv if you lived in southern ontario you got direct tv you stole it from the states you get this card program for you every month my dad knew a guy drove over the border you get it programmed you set up a direct tv satellite dish and you get it for free and this just happened to be one of the movies that was on it all the time saving silverman one of the funniest movies with jack black and the dude oh my god i can't remember his name now oh it's gonna drive me
1: nuts if you Google, uh, Google uh, "Saving Silver" for me, I think I know who you're talking about. Oh wait, are oh, you talking about the guy from uh, American Pie, Jason Biggs? Not Jason Biggs, the other guy in that movie. And yes. it's not Jason Biggs is hilarious
2: and in the perfect role for this movie. There's Jack um, Black. Oh,
1: Steve Zahn.
2: Steve Zahn, bro, he's hilarious. And anyways, in this movie, very very funny. Um, stupid premise. They try to they, they kidnap the girl that he's with because he's going to marry her and they're just going to take. I mean, actually, it's pretty much every guy's, you know, every guy in their group goes through this. The first one to get married, they usually try and just derail it because it now like she's f- messing with your, you know, the the vibes. But they kidnap her and they have no idea what they're doing and they're idiots. And it was just uh, phenomenal phenomenal that's a i I
1: think that's a movie that kind of encompasses what movies were like when we were growing up yeah like dude where's my car oh okay that's a classic that is a classic (laughs) right it's the dumbest movie i remember being in i was in first grade when that came out and oh my god yeah i was in first grade maybe second but i think it was first grade and i was sitting in the computer lab and like the eighth graders were in there too for some reason like, okay. they were on the other side. I don't know why. And I remember, like, the uh, they were talking about, dude, where's my car? And I remember, like, saying, I did, no, that's I what meant. I remember. <laughs> yeah, like, it was like, oh, that's what, like, the 13, 14-year-olds are into. It was like, And I was, like, seven, I guess. Um, but that I movie, w- hilarious. I remember
2: watching that in my old house before my parents moved to the house they're in now. So I, that must have been, like, I was 10 or 9. Maybe a little early, basically. But, like, yeah, like, I, what a
1: yeah, dumb, dumb movie. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I was 10.
1: Same situation, it was on. Sean William Scott, underrated. Yep.
2: Uh type he was casted. funny. Typecasted.
1: He was. Yeah, right, like uh, literally in the one role. Yeah. My last movie, uh, don't know if it's underrated. It has a bad score. Uh, it's a classic, National Treasure. Oh, bro, that one hits home. That is the best, one that, of the best movies. So, and I, I think that came to my mind because I just saw that new Nicolas Cage movie, um, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, where he plays himself in it. and uh i love Nicolas cage um originally originally um the rock with him and sean connery was going to make this but i'm like i'll go national treasure yo
2: we are (laughs) okay my number five is not i'm going to tell you what my number five was going between my number five was going between the movie i'm going to talk about and con air
1: okay yeah 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 (laughs)
2: Which, which is a great action movie that I guarantee you five people in my chat have seen. Oh, yeah, dude. Because like
1: in the nineties, it was like you know, comic book movies weren't a thing, but nope. like so many people went to the movies. They made so many just the cheesy, generic action. like action, action movie. Like how many Bruce Willis movies were there in the nineties mm-hmm. where he was doing the same stuff? Like mm-hmm. that's all there was. So my actual number five, and again, I don't
2: think. That it fits is underrated. It's a horror movie, and I don't really like horror movies anymore. But this one particular is like the most devastatingly scary movie to me, and it's The Strangers. The Strangers. You've never, you've had to have seen this. You know the potato bag made uh, the potato bag mask guy.
1: I'm looking this up right now on right. It's, it's got to be high, forty eight percent. Wow, from two thousand and eight.
2: Yeah, it was it was the scariest, scary movie I've ever seen. A the premise, it's got a Rachel, not Rachel McAdams. Uh,
1: it has Liv Tyler in it.
2: Liv, T- yeah, Liv Tyler. Armageddon could have been on this list. Um, but yeah, so basically, it's just a it's ba- loosely based on a true story about a family that uh, goes around murdering people and just before they kill him, just fucks with them. Okay, like like they just terrify like they just bang on stuff and then make them run and then like they shoot out their tires or stab their tires and they don't go get them and then they just keep tormenting and it is brah it is there is a scene an iconic scene where she is uh, they get into a fight this couple gets into a fight with tyler and, and the guy gets into, uh the guy is uh something scott speedman who now has become a pretty big actor i think uh plays in um animal kingdom underrated show um but uh, they get into like a fight he proposes she says no and so but they're at like their her his like um uncle's cabin and okay. uh she's sitting there having a cigarette in the kitchen and like this this scene zooms out and you can see into the other room like dining room dude's just standing there with a the potato mask Dude, and you can i see mean the, the mask
1: the mask looks scary that's yeah, what you,
2: does it my first year in college that was like the halloween like costume that i used but like dude it is it is messed up anyways that is uh i think one of the if it is not one of the most famous horror movies at least in the last 20 years it definitely should be
1: yeah it's it's not i haven't watched it um i have to watch heard some, of it I, I i know the mask i think i know the cover okay. i'm okay. not a big horror movie person either I'm am not. i either am i like um were you when you were a so somebody brought up in chat, uh, they got to redo the Leprechaun. Do you remember the Leprechaun movies? Never saw that, no. Dude, dude, dude. They were the cheesiest horror movies of all time. It mm-hmm. was this little Leprechaun that like comes out like back from the dead or something, and he goes around mm-hmm. murdering people. Okay. Um, but they're just well, so like absurd. Chucky. Yes, but he's a Leprechaun, and it's mm-hmm. called the Leprechaun. Mm-hmm. And uh, really bad movies. But uh, there were some good ones like um, Hereditary I watched. That was good um I'm trying to, like i i my mom terrible parenting probably at the
2: time I loved horror movies when I was a kid I was completely desensitized to them so like I went and saw scream in theaters at when I was seven with my mom yeah and scream was always like one of my favorite movies that isn't underrated though like that's um, that was
1: extremely popular and then it even had like yeah. a reboot recently
2: yeah like it is that's one of definitely yeah. one of the most famous uh scare movies and i we me and my mom would make a point to go always go see horror movies when I was a kid and then i was I was at a it might've been new year's eve i was like 11 10 or 11 maybe even 12 and they threw on it which is not a scary movie like it is famous but the the 80s or whatever one is not scary in particular but i was i did not realize how devastatingly terrified i am of clowns and i'm watching this and i can't hide my face or look away because i'm with my my boys yeah so i watched this thing and dude ever since then i don't like jump scares I, you know, I don't like anything that, I don't like anything that if you're walking up the stairs at night, it makes you want to run up the stairs. <laughs> you know that feeling?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know.
2: Yeah. yeah. Like when you're home alone and you got to go up that set of stairs and you just start bucking it, like anything that gives you that feeling, I'm not a big fan of anymore. Um, but yeah, like that was the reason why. But I loved horror movies when I was a kid. Like I loved them.
1: Better. They got to a point though, whenever we were growing up, like in the mid 2000s, like right after Saw came out, where it was like straight up just like that gore stuff saw, um, saw changed the entire because like, the, the first one was great but then right after that do you remember hostile i do that movie was just like sick like it wasn't even scary yeah. it was just like, gross. Most, like a lot of weird stuff oh and then human centipede came human out centipede bro like yeah. that
2: but like, okay let me, let me ask you this uh give me okay where saw saw number one that a phenomenal movie yeah like and what's crazy one set like
1: yeah i and mean it was only simple, one. there's only one jump scare, low, th- extremely low budget right like most think, of the budget uh, went to um was it samuel L. jackson in the movie i Is believe so yeah because no like, no yeah. i'm sorry it was danny glover
2: yes danny glover You're correct. yeah um even the second one when they get a little more elaborate but like mm-hmm. it's you know it's like i i that was like the second one was really good really good too and then it was like these movies make too much money we have to make one every year it became super convoluted like the, the, all eight of them like tie together but like in a really dumb dumb way yeah um but um oh, there's another scary movie i wanted to talk about i just don't remember what it was uh damn i lost my train of thought that sucks yeah that all happens right. well I'm, I'm sad that this isn't recording on youtube yeah Nonetheless, uh, you can Switch always ex, see you, it.
1: you can export this 10 hour video from twitch i don't know if i can i don't save my vods oh yeah i don't know if you can either
2: no that's all right this yeah. won't go on youtube but the live people got to see it live what do you, yep. okay what do, what do we want to talk about next week let's get our topic someone oh, yeah. in chat said some uh pet peeves
1: uh, that is a good one i like that, is, that. Uh, l- let me just give you a preview by the way yeah um i hate the person that lives behind us okay this guy has been really nice this whole time yeah but he's always in his backyard and i just hate the fact that he's always out there everything he does about oh. him just annoys me uh yep. he's my mortal enemy we've had nice conversations he remembers my name i don't remember his um they just had a baby Mm -hmm. i've been 10 feet away from him i haven't said hi to even acknowledge him because i despise him
2: yeah no i completely understand (laughs) there's like i many people in my life i've met like that no reason to dislike but you just like just get away from me yeah but you can't you have no reason to say it nope it's tough that is definitely tough and uh I, i can sympathize with that no absolutely all right so yeah next week we'll do uh we'll do uh top five top five so, pet peeves
1: let's do it yeah
2: i feel like we don't talk about hut enough at all anymore
1: hayes said top five sex position. oh my god and then i mean hey yeah. maybe you want to teach hayes something <laughs> oh jesus christ yeah <laughs> um we did tv shows already we did some we of did our tv, TV shows sh- top five top five lists maybe we'll do that leading into the nhl 23 maybe we know? just do that and then that top five list is then our next top five lists that could be a good one
2: that's not bad yeah that's not bad at all all right well
1: yeah yep
2: thank you guys for listening and us rambling i am thoroughly enjoying not talking about nhl um i will hey we need to acknowledge this if you want to listen to nothing but hut for an hour new podcast from Henrik and thrash
1: a hockey ultimate you know, talk
2: hot that's what that's a clever name because it's hot it is hot like that literally is hot I saw you know make sure you guys give them a listen if uh if you are looking to talk just about nhl it appears which uh yeah that's tough to do so i i give them all the respect in the world but uh yeah if you want to listen to two guys just ramble
1: on about their lives and favorite things this is the only um creative thing i think i'm doing this summer by the way i don't know if i'm streaming yet so you are the only thing on my schedule when it comes to content creation sleeves excellent i hope my subathon ends one day Um, i hope it does too i miss those Mm -hmm. uh discords sometimes in the morning you know so maybe while we're having a coffee dude this summer man 7 a.m outside Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the the sun will be rising coming up you know the
2: the kids that you know the kids that are grinding out hut champs in in august they're just going to bed or getting up having meaningful talks (laughs) yep about your neighbor (laughs) all right boys that's gonna do it for episode 30 little milestone of Coffee and Shell. We will see you guys next time. Thank you for listening. Have a good one.
0: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.